Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode 129 of 4th and John. I am Gail Saunders, your host, a.k.a. Eagle Sessions, here with my man, Evan Hollywood Hearn. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you? You know, just living the dream as usual. We're, we're here talking football. That's what we do here, right? Yeah. It's another day in 2020, man. So, <laughs> at least it's been calmer than some of the other days we've had. I see you're in the same spot where I last saw you. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't think I've moved much since uh, since then. We've just been we've been grinding out the uh, all the Eagles conversation, man. Me and you have been talking a lot about what we're going to see this year, and uh, tell the folks what we're going to be talking about today. Well, today we're going to talk about situational football, and every football coach out there prepares for every single situation miles ahead before they ever even play the game. They they know what they're going to do on, in, in each situation, and as fans, we're going to try and guess guesstimate what, what, the, what the players are going to be doing and from our fan coaching standpoint where we stand, uh, where, where we like to see the players in these different types of scenarios. Absolutely. And so like essentially like obviously everybody would love for the Eagles to come out there and just blast every single team, but that's not realistic. What's realistically going to ha- happen is there's going to be ups and downs this season. There's going to be ups and downs to the game. And, you know, they're not always going to be in the most uh, beneficial scenario. They're not always going to be first and uh, and 10 every single play. So we're looking at uh, the different scenarios and how, if we were the coaches, how we would tackle. We have, we have a bunch of random <laughs> some random situations. Well, we had some fun with some of these situations, uh, but we also got a lot of uh, great content to share. Um, it should be fun. Yeah. Uh, you want to start off with the first one? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the first scenario, simple. It's third and four and you're on and you're on your own and you're on your own uh, 25. So if you, you're the Eagles, you're on offense right now. You got four yards to go. You're on your own 25. What What are you going to be doing in this situation, Gail? You're Dougie P. Let's see here. Um, you know, uh, there's there's a guy. Uh, we we drafted him in the first round. Uh, his name is Jalen Jalen Rega. Jalen! Could have hit a 65 yards! 
Well, let me be the first to say, man, he should not have gotten to the end zone on that play. There were so many that that, that, he's so elusive. I mean, that's that's called talent. That's That's, called make that's called make you miss ability. And I think having a guy like Jalen Rager who can run run screens, he can get vertical. He can do a a he got up on that ball. He got up on that ball. He can do a wide array of things. So I think having that kind of skill set, especially with the screen game, screen game could be on another level. Now, mm-hmm. who, who do you have on your third and four on their 25? Well, you see, I, I thought very similarly. I thought I thought to myself, um, you know, this is not exactly a play you want to go try and go deep on. Uh, the Eagles move very well horizontally across the field with their little dink and dunk plays, with their screen plays. And so I stuck with a similar vein, just a different player. When Jackson gets back, I think it's going to be very different, though. So Alshon Jeffrey watching. And here is a little tight end screen. And it's going for big yardage to Goddard. Then, Tony, you warned us about him a second. I look at um, uh, our, the Eagles' ability uh, to have 12 formation, to have Ertz and Goddard out on the field at the same time. And and if you have them on either side of your tackles, and you could really go any direction before the snap takes place. You could, And if you got a, you got a running back in the backfield, there's, there's so many possibilities for a, a running back screen, a tight end screen with Goddard, a wide receiver screen. I think that uh, moving the ball – out to the sidelines is uh, really one of the key things that the Eagles are really good at, and uh, well, think, you know, creating space. Well, I think with Goddard, I mean, you, you look at the uh, was the the Green Bay Packer game, um, just having Ertz draw that attention, or if Alshon's on the outside, or Djax is on the outside, you're you're going against lesser defenders on the uh, the right side. You can draw attention to Ertz very easily, and that's where you do the damage with Goddard. Goddard. So I, I do like that. Do you like that play? Yeah, now, uh, the screenplays on the on the third and fours that that seems like it could be a real effective play in that in that sort of scenario to me. Now, moving forward, we've got a uh, fourth and goal, fourth and goal, and you're on defense. Who on defense is going to make the key stop to make sure that they don't the other team doesn't score? I mean, the man Fletcher. I mean, the guy's a beast up the middle. I mean, this guy is tremendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, look look at this guy. Fourth and one. Boom, shuts it down all day, every day. That's the guy kind of guy that holds down the fort. Um, one of the best defensive tackles in the league. I know he, Aaron Donald might be a 99, but this guy's a 96 in Matt. Fletcher Cox is the guy. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue that at all. I uh, I look at the middle of this defensive line, and he is the anchor to it. Um, I think that if you were to if there if it were to be close enough to where it was uh, maybe quarterback sneak um, situation for the other team, like this is another big that our interior of our defensive line is built with such big, strong bodies that uh, that sort of a, a fourth down, like trying to go up the middle, that's not going to work. Versus, versus the Eagles, you get you got to get more creative than that. So uh, I think Cox is the reason why that's not going to work. Yeah, I agree, man. I think, uh, and then then you add Javon Hargraves; those two are going to be lethal together. Right, and then we got uh, apparently we got Prime's uh, burner account in the in the in the uh, DMs already here talking about uh, Nate Gary holding it down. Yeah, Brad, come on, come on, Brad, come on, Brad. Uh, so our next scenario, fourth, fourth and goal. 
Who won defense? Oh, no, no, no. Nope, that, was, that was our last scenario, yep. First play after halftime, the Eagles are down by 14. Evan Hollywood Hearn, what play are you going with? Well, you see, I'm, I'm sticking with uh, what you came out to shoot with, with our guy Jalen Rager, who, I mean, I am so excited to see the things he's going to be able to do. This is what, how I would come out of, uh, you know, out of the locker room if we were down 14. Now, is it is it me or does it like not even see Jalen Rager to me seems like one of those guys that he um, like he doesn't even look like he's running fast. But then you realize how much quicker he's moving than all the other players around him. It's like, Jesus, that guy is flying. Yeah, I I think the thing about him that we talked about that versatility earlier, if -hmm. you're going to move him into the slot or move him in the backfield, that's potentially something that you could, could do. You mm-hmm. can take a, uh, you can take a end around to the house. I yeah, mean, that, and he, he's a he's a guy to me that really seems like he is a guy that can turn a nothing play into an exceptional play. You know, a play that seems like you're going nowhere, maybe even a loss for yards, and then all of a sudden you get a first down or a touchdown out of it. Uh, now, looking at the scenario, this kind of reminds me of Week One when uh, you know the, the, the Washington uh, was up, uh, they're doing their doing their thing, and the Eagle fans are a little. Get a little tight in their pants. Yeah. Uh, and here we go. A bomb to Deshaun Jackson. Carson Wentz lights up the stadium. And it, it, it kind of makes me... You know, did you hear the crowd, man? I heard the crowd. I heard the crowd, and that like it, it, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder what game day is going to be like. That that crowd was starting to erupt as soon as the ball left Carson's hands. It, it didn't even get to Deshaun yet. And while that ball, <laughs> thank you, Kyle. We appreciate it. Shout out, Kyle. Um, yeah, he like the stadium was erupting before the ball even reached Deshaun Jackson's hands. So like. That that sort of energy, that sort of, I feel like that contributed to Deshaun's swag and uh, a lot of these players, like Jalen Mills, all these. They, I feel like they kind of fed off of the crowd's energy. Yeah, um, but like going back to DJX, I think he's the kind of guy that can ignite an offense. It only takes a couple plays to get mm-hmm. back in the swing. Now, if 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 Deshaun Jackson is right. Uh, and I mean, but also we have Jalen Rager, we have a, a couple other vertical threats, uh, mm-hmm. Marquis Godwin. But again, if D Jacks can light it up, get going, yeah, that's the and that, that, that's what me and you were talking about prior to this show starting. It's just like we're, we're looking at the wide receivers and just the blazing speed we've got. Like, if, if you uh, you, you pulled up one of your one of your favorite Madden plays, <laughs> 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 but but realistically, how do you stop that? You get you got if you got four guy if you got you know a bunch of guys at least three guys on the on the field that can run you know four threes how do you stop it? Yeah, I, it's tough. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going on to the next scenario, we've got uh, th- this. This is what I like to call the Doug P scenario. 
this to me was like I, I put this question in here because I really want to drive home the fact that um that our man our man our man Dougie he is a guy that in this situation to me he goes for it every single time there there is no uh, there's no punting in this scenario there's no you might depending on how the wind is blowing you might send Jake Elliott out there but um, he's he's got to go for it every single time on this. I would I would even stick with uh, the, the screenplays that we have been talking about. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't. I, I'm trying to figure out which play I picked. <laughs> <laughs> but you can pick yours. Go ahead. No, I, I was I was more of just I didn't have a particular play in mind. Just um, I, I like the uh, for this sort of play and something that I really like what Doug was doing. Um, at the end of last season, there was a lot of plays where it would be sometimes even longer than uh, fourth and two, maybe fourth and four. And uh, Carson read the box, saw that there was a lot of guys, uh, you know, a lot, lot of um, defensive backs out on the field. And you don't expect the offense to run the ball in that scenario. Uh, but, you know, I, I've seen some uh, plays break off. You know, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking. Zach Ertz, he looks over to Carson Wentz. You see, you see me. Gives him the look. You see, you see me. It all it takes I is mean, a look. It takes it takes to look because they're they're both on the same page. Always he's the go. He's the go to guy. I feel like uh, Zach Ertz and uh, Carson Wentz are always money. You think you think whenever like Carson Wentz and his girl and Zach Ertz and Julie Ertz, they get together for dinner. You think that like uh, Carson's girl gets a little bit of jealous. You think that he's, he's eye banging Zach across the table or you think that's just on the football field. <laughs> Does it get catty? Is there jealousy? Yeah, I don't he know. might, he might, he might get a little jealous. I think that I mean, their relationship is super tight. I thought, I, I mean, do you remember uh, Carson Wentz's honeymoon? He was getting, he was getting reprimanded by the girl for looking at plays underneath the, uh, underneath the table. I'd have, I'd have to say that um, Carson probably could finish Zach's sentences. I would say so. I would say so. It's uh, Carson that, Wentz's. That's the type of uh, relationship I want my my players to have, though. But respect to Julie Ertz. It's Julie Ertz's husband. Okay. Of course. Of course. Now, moving right along to the next scenario, haven't been able to get the run going all day. And did Deshaun or, or Alshon go down with injury? Mm-hmm. Game plan moving forward. Well, to me, this is exactly what pulls us out of that hole. It's, uh, it's, it's the guys in the middle of the field. It's, uh, you know, obviously with Deshaun or Alshon going down with injury, that really hurts your wide receiver core. Um, you haven't been able to get the run going all day, so you can't rely on Miles Sanders. So what, what do you do? You attack the linebackers another way. You attack them through two of the top tight ends in the league. Um, it, you know, it, we, ha- we have the talent, uh, so you just got to use it. That's how I would get out of that hole. Yeah, I'm going to go right back to uh, – um... Um, Dallas got Dallas, Dallas Scott look, look homie. Okay. We're going to dodge punches. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to get, <laughs> we're not going to get knocked out, son. And we're going to score touchdowns right here. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to work these seams and be the reliable targets that we are. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like that. I mean, like that, that's a, that's a luxury to have those type of tight ends um, that you can right. rely on. I mean, it, we're talking top two tight ends, 
Uh, at, top, at top, top 10, right? I mean, top two tight ends out of the you know the whole entire league. I mean, best one and two punch. Absolutely. Yeah. No, there, there's no other tight end room that quite, quite like ours. So that, that's how I would. Uh, and then, you know, next game, you can uh, eventually get back to uh, Carson spreading the ball around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, with all the weapons at hand, I mean, he's going to have his share fair of weapons to spread it around to. Scenario moving forward, the left side of the offensive line hasn't been able to stop the pass rush at all. Game plan moving forward. That's that's like that's code word. Yeah. That what what is what is the the coded language that you're seeing? This the left side of the line hasn't been able to stop the pass rush all day. Who's Andre? Andre, you're not you're not pulling your weight, man. You're not pulling your weight. So in that scenario, you get you gotta you gotta protect the quarterback above all else, right? Thank God we have a guy who is <laughs> familiar with the position, right? So if if the left side's getting lit up, what you gotta do is put the guy that has been Carson's blind side tackle, pretty much Carson Carson's entire career, except for when he was injured, and, and then at right guard. I mean, right? you 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 bring in Frederick Douglass. Oh, I mean, excuse me, Matt Pryor, Matt Pryor in the building, Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, I think you you have to, uh, you know, they've been grooming him at the position. Why not make him work? Uh, see yeah, what no. he has. I'm re- I'm really excited to see the progression of uh, Matt Pryor. I feel like that's a guy that uh, has had a lot of potential. We just haven't really gotten to see his full um, package yet. That is not how I meant it. <laughs> I mean, we have we haven't been able to see his full ability to this point, and um, yeah, I, th- I think that he would fill in. He, when you're on the right side of the line between Kelsey and between Lane Johnson, I feel like uh, you can you don't need to not pull your weight, but you definitely have you got two Hall of Famers potentially on on either side of you that could help you out if you need. I, mean, it. I think I mean he's been he's been groomed for the last couple of years. I, I think if he's going to show something, it's now. Um, mm-hmm. They always talk about his big mitts. Hopefully, he could dig in and, and put in some work. I mean, uh, that's that that would be key. Uh, the next the next scenario that we have, the middle of the field has been wide open all day. The linebackers getting worked. Uh, is that code word? Is that code word for uh, the white snake getting worked by tight ends <laughs> and running backs? Quite possibly. Hopefully, Prime's got the earmuffs on right now. You know, like because it's probably the white snake going down. Because I feel like there's there's a there's a white snake uh, fan club going on, but in this scenario, he is the linebacker that is getting worked <laughs> by tight ends and running backs. Uh, so, who do you have to uh, solve uh, the, this issue? Well, you know, in previous years, we had a guy that was probably more reliable than anybody we've had arguably people are are quick to say he's the second best safety that the Eagles have ever had behind Brian Dawkins and that would be Malcolm Jenkins who I'm referring to we got another guy from Clemson this year who I'm really excited to see and I I look at his tape this is him against Boston College it's against a 247 uh running back um uh, 247 pound running back and uh he just plugs the hole straight up Oh, field hole. 
I mean, I look at that and I see a guy that can, he's more, he's more of uh, who has the potential to be more of that hybrid safety linebacker position that Malcolm Jenkins played so well. And uh, I, I, I would trust someone like Kayvon Wallace. I mean, if he's stopping a 250 pound Mack truck from going through the line, I, I would be comfortable putting him in that scenario. Uh, we just, I mean, you have to think about, you know, you know, he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. How, how is he in coverage? That's yet to really been, uh, been tested. But I think he, he's a versatile player, and I think he can give you something uh, by the line of scrimmage, we hope. Uh, but for me, we, I'm going to Philly's own. Uh, the prodigal son has returned. Uh, Mr. Will Parks. Um, you know, he's giving you something in the run uh, against the run. Um, and then look at this side to sideline to sideline chasing down a running back. I mean, yeah, he can get over to that side quick. For you guys that are listening on the podcast, uh, we just showed a clip of Will Parks just moving all over the field. Um, he does ha- he does have some have some wheels uh, and bring some versatility to the table. Low key, oh, Mr. Wow. Cozy, uh, he says Wallace is the future in the comments. Let's hope. So, uh, what what was our next scenario? Uh, next scenario, it's third and five, and we're hit with a JP false start. Thanks De- a lot, JP. <laughs> Death, taxes, and a JP false start. Uh, now it's third and 10, and you're out of field goal range. What's the next play? To me, um, Doug P, like, like I said earlier, in a fourth and one scenario where he is on the opponent's 40, I think he's going for it. In this sort of scenario, 10 yards is a lot to try and pick up in one play. Um, I would be trying to run some sort of curl route, try and get as close to that marker as possible. And if you don't cross it, then hopefully you're back in field goal range. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going with the <laughs> four verticals <laughs> straight out of Madden, homie. I just think look look at this situation. Um, you know, if you have you have Dallas and you have um, Ertz Ertz working the seams, you have you have um, you know Deshaun on their outside, or you have uh, Rager um, in the backfield. Um, you can you can motion them out, or you can have can't forget Miles Sanders mm-hmm. uh, in this in this situation. I think there's so many different options. Um, you could have. Uh, option routes in the middle of the field. Um, it's a, there's so much you can do from this this position. I think it's a it's a it's a plus for the Eagles to be in this uh, situation. Absolutely, but if if any of our wide receivers are out there playing volleyball like in previous years, you're stuck at fourth and ten. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> I mean, you've been you've been you've been you've been um, bigging up the kicker over the last couple weeks. I have, I have. Respect maybe, the kickers. I believe that was the hashtag. Maybe, maybe there is no range for Jake, Jake Elliott. How about that? It, cer- it certainly doesn't seem like it. If you're right. on the opponent's side of the field, I don't know if he does have a range. Our next scenario, Carson Wentz Ugh. goes down with an injury. It's, it's not Carson Wentz. I know it's not Carson. <laughs> Carson Wentz goes down with a midseason injury. Who is your back? Up QB. It's got to be the obvious uh, one, right? Yeah. And I mean, God it, it, damn, does he wear that Kelly Green nice, doesn't he? That that looks so clean. Um, we have a picture 
of Jalen Hurts in a clean Kelly Green mock-up. This is amazing. Yeah, uh, and uh, Jalen Hurts just signed the uh, contract yesterday, or was it earlier today? I believe it was yesterday. Yesterday. Um, yeah, he just signed uh, his rookie deal. Um, you know, we we spent a second-round pick on him. So, like, this is not just a throwaway Clayton Thorson fifth-round pick. This is this is high-value second-round pick. You got to utilize him. Um, if Carson Wentz were to go down, I got to imagine that he's the backup plan and not Nate Sudfeld. With that being said about Nate Sudfeld, um, with him sitting behind Carson Wentz, does he has he accrued any value through that, do you think? Or do you think that we could potentially move him closer to the trade deadline, potentially? No, I mean, there's potential always, uh, depending on if, if you know, Jalen Hurts looks amazed. But I, I think having Sudfeld to groom um, Jalen Hurts, it's another guy in the locker room to uh, a nice little incubator system to teach Hurts what he needs to, to learn in the offense. Um, but I think Subfield is also an option, too. You know, you really think so? Uh, um, do you think that would be open competition between well, Subfield well, and if, Hertz? If, he, if he's not ready, if, Hertz, if they don't feel that Hurts is ready, Subfield is a guy who knows offense. But you know, like I said before the show, I was like, maybe Frank Frank likes. Him. Oh, I look at look at Cozy over here. Trade stuff for the Colts for two. I don't know if I you mean, get a two out of a third string quarterback. I mean, they got Phil Rivers holding it down, and who else is Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, with with uh, Frank Reich being there, there's definitely that um, that connection. That they, they were don't don't forget years ago, like the Eagles organization was really in love with. I mean, they knew Carson was going to be the quarterback, but they really liked Nate Subfeld a lot. Yeah. Um, our next scenario: fourth and goal. Who on defense makes the key stop to shut down the fade route in the corner? Now, Gail, would you care to share yours first? Um, they, the Eagles did put their money where their mouth is and finally got themselves a CB1 in the name of DJ Slay. <laughs> Darius Slay. <laughs> Darius Slay. Look at that finger. Look I mean, that. I mean that, that, that's a, I feel like he learned that from someone, to be honest with you. I feel like he learned that from, from surprisingly my option for this, my man, Jalen. Put some respect on the name. I but mean, he's, he's he's caught a lot of flack over the years, but the way that I look at it, man, in the uh, the year that we made that ever so glorious run, who shut down Julio Jones in the in the biggest play of probably his career? That was my man who originated the finger wagon in uh, in Philadelphia. And and, and uh, I'd have to say, Mills's finger wagon is a little bit more sassier. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, uh, I think he's got a little bit more swag dripping from that finger wag. I'm not saying more swag entirely, but from the finger wag, he might have him beat. Hey, moving on to the next, so Byron Maxwell from the rooftops. <laughs> uh, our scenario, who, who changes the momentum of the game with a big-time interception? That goes – now Now I'm in, I'm in your uh, – I'm in your range. This guy, he's he's tormented the Eagles in the past. He has got the finger wag somewhat down. 
he he's a beast. He's he's obviously going to be the number one defensive back on our team this year. That's why we brought him in. We've brought him in because our cornerbacks in previous years have been absolute toast. He's going to change that all around. And quite frankly, the dude's a ball hawk, man. I mean, we we don't really have defensive backs that register uh, high amounts of interceptions in se- each season. Going back to 2017, he had eight 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 interceptions. That's that's not something we've seen around here for a long, long time. So uh, I think he's got the potential to, A, get the most interceptions this season among any of our defensive players, and, B, have the ones that are, are the biggest momentum changers. Uh, well, they don't call him a big play slave for nothing. Second and eight. Brady going deep downfield into double coverage, and it's intercepted. Intended for Dorsett. That's Darius' big play slave. With a very big play and a flag on the run back. And Darius Slay has some of the best ball skills you'll find in the NFL. Eight interceptions a season ago, and you see why. I mean, you you you, you know, I, the hair stands up on the back of my neck. Just knowing you have a, a CB one, like how many how many years have we? How many years have I been crying on the podcast about having a cornerback one who could? Hold down the outside. I think mm-hmm. giving an extra second out there or half second, whatever it takes, um, but also being able to mirror one of the you know opposing team's best wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I, but I, having the instincts, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can see him break off some of his uh, responsibilities because he trusts his instincts and goes ahead and picks off a ball. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's exactly what you want to see from a guy that you're paying CB1 money. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really don't think that we've had a corner on our team like him since uh, Asante Samuel. And I know that like when Byron Maxwell, when uh, Namdi Asimov came here, they were supposed to be those guys that were the lockdown corners, but they never really like Byron Maxwell to me, he wasn't even the best cornerback on that Seattle defense. You know what I mean? Like we were get, we were getting the CB two from them and expecting him to come in here and really just be a lights out dude. He was, he was carried by that Legion of Boom. And Namdi yeah. Asamoah, I mean, it just it didn't work out. The dude, the dude, he's checked w- out. He's checked he was a little out. bit odd. He's eating sandwiches in the parking lot by himself. The dude was a little bit odd. Yes. Uh, this shout guy, out to- Darius Slay, he's he's the real deal. Yeah, shout out to Jeremy uh, Golf from on Facebook. He says Asante was the last. Asante had that that skill set where it was something you couldn't teach. The instincts that he had, you you might you know pl- players might say some. Uh, our fans might say something about his tackling, but Asante, at the end of the day, was was there to make plays, uh, turn games around. I mean, big, big momentum changer. I mean, mm-hmm. ask guys like Peyton Manning what Asante Samuel was. I mean, he he's done a lot of damage over the over the years. I still, Eagle fans always respect Asante. Every time, yeah, he, he he's uh, still lo- very loved in this city for everything he did. Now, um, the game is won in the trenches, folks. I mean, that's that's where players make their money. Uh, the scenario, fourth and one on the goal line. I mean, you look, you think about our offense, you know, do we have the power back? We have Miles Sanders who has the ability to, you know, flash, uh, do some things. Uh, but who is who's your uh, pick? To go to fourth and one. I mean, we have web tight end options. We have yeah, yeah. Zach Ertz. I, man, I went in the way back machine for this one because I got someone on this roster that like 
it's kind of almost becoming a cliche to bring up his name because like you, you, he gets brought up so often, but we, we don't, we don't know anything about the guy. How about, how about Jordan Mylotta with a little play that was originated by William Perry. Then we get another view. First of all, the reality of first and goal. Are you so you're trying to you're trying to tell me that you're ready to put Jalen Jordan Mylotta in a William refrigerator Man, Perry type role? Absolutely, I think that Jordan Mylotta, coming from a background of playing rugby, he is comfortable enough to hold the ball and protect it, and he's a big body. You need to get one yard. The dude is enormous. I, I look at him, and you put someone, you put a defensive tackle in front of him to be the fullback. How how are you stopping that? If, he, if he's behind a defensive tackle and is a, what, pushing 300-pound man himself, how are you stopping that from, from gaining one yard? You can't. I mean, if, I mean, if you can't get anything out of him, at least try him up down by the goal line, right? Is that what you're saying? That's, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that we haven't gotten any production from him yet. Why not utilize him? And uh, Evan is making jokes here for you guys. Football <laughs> analysis. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a, it's a freaking joke. Okay, um, I'm going to go with uh, our homie, Mr. Mr. Brian Balding. I'm going to let him t- speak this one for me. How many teams want a quarterback sneak into this look? you got double A gap, including Petco, and Brandon Marshall sitting right on top of it, telling Carson, you ain't running quarterback sneak here. We got you. You're going to do something else. Hand it off to Blunt, run a quarterback sweep. Do something. You're not running sneak against us. Well, Carson said, all right. You think you got a defense to stop this? I'll take you on. Watch. Marshall goes over the top. Carson goes underneath. There's Kelsey and Brooks getting a yard. Carson Wentz gets himself a yard against a defense designed to stop it. How many teams want a quarterback sneaking? Ooh, ooh. Uh, and look, 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 look who's reading my mind over here. Cozy. Cozy in the chat. Mm-hmm. Wentz sneak. I mean – we do have a, a, a six foot five quarterback. We know he's he's dealt with some injuries um, running the ball, but Carson Wentz is a football player. Uh, he makes plays down by the goal line. Or, or, or if it's one yard to go, he'll get you that quarterback sneak. I think uh, he does have reliable options. Um, he's got a lot of options down by the goal line, but I, I still I, I think uh, Wentz fourth and one. That's an easy. It's an easy get. Yeah, honestly, like you, I think the quarterback sneak is kind of looked at as a, like, it's an easy play. It's not that complicated. But, like, when Baldy broke that down and just how Carson was able to recognize that Brandon Marshall was going to come over the top and he would have to squeeze underneath of him, like, Carson has the football instinct and uh, the ability to be able to recognize and execute those, those types of plays. Yeah, I think I think uh, you can't you can't play scared. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Not. When, when people are like, ah, oh, scared money don't make money. Um, for our next and final scenario, Doug Peoples out the trip play of the season. What is it? All right. Well, this is something that I think a lot of people, including myself, wanted to see last season. Uh, We have a wide receiver on this roster who actually played quarterback in college. Uh, My man, Greg Ward, junior, junior or senior, Greg Ward, junior, 
Jr. Put some respect uh, on his name. I, I apologize, Greg. Um, he was a quarterback at Houston, and my man's got a little bit of an arm on him. But there used to be a wide receiver uh, for the Steelers who had a similar skill set by the name of Antoine Randall L. I would like to say see this kind of trick play next. Time. Staley end around Randall L. And Randall L. wants to throw the ball. Hines Ward wide open touchdown. So the way I envisioned it, I, I I see Greg Ward getting the ball on an end around, and then it's either to Marquise Goodwin or to Sean Jackson to the end zone. Interesting. That's, that's, that's my trick play on busting out this season. And, and then you expect the crowd to roar, but there's no crowd in the stadiums. The, the just, cardboard cutouts are going to be going insane. <laughs> now, see, I, I saved this one for my last. Um, I think uh, people aren't going to be ready for this this, this this trick play. But when, mm-hmm. it, when it does happen, I mean, this is going to – this play alone – it, it's it's in my mind that you found it, it. It has history already with this organization. It has history in the hearts of fans all throughout Eagles Nation. I'm just going to run this play. I'm going to run this play. Um, enjoy. Offset is Brooks. In motion is Land. They toss it to him. It's the reverse. Basquin throws. And it's Hurts for the touchdown. Lincoln Riley digging into the bag of tricks for the score. What are the chances? A Philly special with Jalen Hurts. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> uh, could can you imagine the storylines that will be written if they ran a Philly special with Jalen Hurts? You imagine if they ran two Philly specials and Carson Wentz wasn't a part of one of them? <laughs> I, I think I think uh, I think Carson would be super tight. I think um, you know what if they what if they uh, put another statue? Shout out to Bud Light. Out on outside of Lincoln <laughs> Financial <Jaylen> Field, <laughs> hey, uh, Coach Peterson, you want uh, you want Philly, Philly? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I totally see that could see something like that happen. I think it's crazy that uh, you know we got a guy that we drafted to our team who ended up apparently that became a popular play in college after the Eagles pulled it off. I know the Eagles ultimately swiped it from a college team, right? I think they took it from Chicago, the Chicago Bears, who took it from a a college team. And then, um, what's his name? I'm drawing blanks right now. He found the, he he found the play. Oh, uh, not Frank Reich. Um, was it Frank Reich? No. Oh, look at us. <laughs> uh, it's late right now. I I can't. Yeah, we uh. We, we prepped for a, a little bit for this, but uh, we went through a lot of scenarios. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, part part of the game of De- football is, is – No, it wasn't, it wasn't DeFilippo. It was not DeFilippo. Press Taylor. Yes, it was Press Taylor. That's, what I'm, that's who I'm trying to say. Mr. Press Taylor, when everyone Good was find. throwing dirt on man's Low-key name. Low-key cozy. Um, he did. He, it was his job to find trick plays, and he, that's the one he brought out. Uh, but you know, just being prepped for the game of football and having different scenarios, they know what which players are going to line up. It's like, it's like playing the game before the game happens. It's mm-hmm. always uh, interesting. I, I felt like this was an interesting um, project for me and you. Just the prep Absolutely. for this, trying to come it's up it's- with plays. 
Yeah, and, but like these are all scenarios that are realistically going to come out throughout the year. This uh, things that the Eagles are going to end up facing, and um, dude, both of us are just dying to uh, to see some to see some football. Yeah, man. Like I, I feel like um, I think I'm, I think I'm ready, man. I think I'm ready dude. to 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 watch the season unfold. Yeah, and as we as we transition, uh, our one of our last topics of the night. Um, I mean, football's here, man. Yeah. You know, in, in a weird type of way, because today, yesterday, the contracts were signed. Yeah. Yeah. Today's the first day of uh, COVID testing. Yeah. Not some, uh, not some great news that ended up coming out of that, unfortunately. I'd like to come here and say that, uh, you know, testing went well and, you know, the, the players are all ready to go. I mean, you, you look at the NBA, and uh, the other day they ended up testing all their players, and all they're in the bubble, and everybody ended up being completely clean. I hope that the uh, NFL trying to tries to follow the same sort of format that the NBA is doing, but um, it seems like the NFLPA really isn't down with a whole sort of bubble format. But to uh, to get back to what you were saying, ninety five people tested positive for COVID today in the NFL. That's a that's a rise in, I think they were around seventy two, uh, mm-hmm. like a week or two ago. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, the, the, that's the key thing here. Like these first couple, you know, this first couple weeks, they're like, you know, going to be quarantined. If if someone is test positive, they're going to have to be quarantined, and then it's going to go. It's going to be it's going to be tricky. You yeah. Because okay? like. You know, moving these guys in and out of the rosters, trying to get guys settled on this team, especially rookies trying to learn the playbook. Imagine you're a rookie coming onto the squad, yeah. get get COVID, you're out for you miss if you miss two weeks in football, that's like Huge. missing like th- like a three months. Yeah, in college. Like if you're in college, like yeah. dude, like the, the amount of plays that are going to be implemented, uh, I'm sure some of the players have been getting them ready. I know Wentz has been thrown with Rager. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been thrown with Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have veterans that are in their presence. But I yeah. feel like this is this is key. This yeah. is where this is where the magic happens. You're gonna you're, in the coming weeks and months you're gonna hear a lot of uh, the cliche of mental preps. That's gonna be a, a common theme that you know all the coaches are saying that the players are getting their mental reps in and whatnot. But ultimately and like they, they came down with a ruling um, since our last show where they talked about they're not going to have any preseason games. That's that's where it's standing right now uh, when before it was two. And um, I think if we're realistically looking at that and we're looking at how all these players are kind of having to either work out on their own or be away from the team, we're really looking at a possibility for a lot of uh, injuries to happen this, this coming football season. Bro, like it's – Guys like, are going to be coming in cold. Like it, everything that I've been – now you know you know I've been sitting here talk, telling you like it doesn't look good from mm-hmm. from the beginning of like for for a while. You, you, first they were talking about two preseason games. Now we're down to no preseason preseason games. Yeah. I mean, as much as we hate preseason football, I mean I, I'm a sports I'm a football nerd. I do I do like it, but um, Brian's I, got jokes. <laughs> you know, but I, I feel like I like to see where players stand on the field. I mean, on the team and how they perform against other players, not on the roster. So I feel like not having those two games to evaluate. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's it's tough, and like that. That's ultimately, like you said, that's where uh, these guys end up, where the coaches end up making the cuts, and they see who performs in these games. And the the other side of it is like a lot of after after all the cuts are made for a season, teams look to other teams' practice squads, and they go and pluck players from there that they saw have over overperformed um, in preseason games, but they they weren't good enough to make that team's roster. Well, maybe there's a position that, that that that's a position of need on an, the Eagles, where they could go and pluck someone from the practice squad. But with no no preseason games, you got nothing to work off of. So you're pretty much stuck with um, your own guys that you drafted or signed. Yeah, I just I just feel like um, we're headed into uncharted territories, and I feel like as Eagle fans, we're gonna have to buckle up, and buckle in, because we want to see reality football. We're gonna watch reality football. Um, yeah, I mean the players are have spoken the last couple of days about how the, you know you know they all had that kind of little movement with the players union. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So you you know there's question marks. Um. If they're Mark Davis from the Raiders, the GM the owner, yeah. he mentioned that there's a possibility that they're not going to play. Yeah. I mean that's he's hinting at it already. So I feel like they're going to give it a shot. I'm just not that positive that it season's going to happen. Yeah. And then you look at like uh, the MLB as well. Uh, they're, they're a league that has 162 preseason games and they've actually cut their regular season to 60 games. Uh, granted uh, COVID kind of all came about when the season was just supposed to be starting. So the timing of it kind of skews that, but um, I mean, the way that I'm looking at the NFL is that I think it's a possibility that, uh, you know, preseason games being cut out isn't the isn't the last thing to be cut out. It's a possibility that they end up starting the season late, or uh, they get more time in between games for um, you know players to be tested to make sure everyone's absolutely healthy. Like you said, this is uncharted waters, man. Like everyone in the entire world right now, especially in the United States, is kind of flying by the seat of their pants to a degree. So um, it's kind of just uh, every day we're just going to figure it out as it goes. Now, Ev, I mean, let's be let's be honest here. What what what, what would you what would you do if without a football season? Without a football season? Yeah. Man, how do I fill my time, dude? I mean, I am struggling right now to fill my time as is. Yeah, in the, in the football off season with uh, absolutely nothing going on, I. I guess I would have to find a hobby. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll find a skill and then I'll work on it. But, dude, with, with, without watching sports, what are you gonna do? You, you oh, got man. a bunch of shoes to work on. I know that. I got, I got, I got you enough. Can... Sho- I got enough shoes to work on. But I feel like that's been holding me down for, uh, for a minute. For a minute. Yeah, like, dude, I, you've been grinding. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't think. Uh, the shoes for giving me something to do and focus in the isolation. Four months alone, uh, I got close to the Nikes and the Vans. So yeah. shout out to y'all. Did you, did you start to get like a little bit? Uh, you ever see Castaway with Tom Hanks? Oh yeah, oh did, yeah. Did, did it start to get a little bit like that, where you're talking to the shoes and you, you're drawing little faces on them and was, they're keeping was, you company? It was between that and Call of Duty. I'd be like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, no, I got nothing. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like, move, like move forward. Like if we can get some basketball, 
Okay. Yeah, no, if, if we get any sport, and that, but that's the thing that, like, if basketball comes back and there's no issues, I feel a lot more confident about football because comparatively between baseball and football, like, the contact that happens within the game, it, it's not similar. Whereas, like, basketball and football, how guys are up against each other, uh, sweaty bodies crashing into each other, like, that is kind of the same. Uh, as far as contact in basketball and football. So if basketball is able to figure it out, I feel more confident. But like I said in the past, you're looking at a roster with basketball that's a 12-man roster versus a 53-man roster. So that's, you know, it's five times the amount of people, five times the amount of risk. But I, f- I feel like the basketball is a, a, a way better job. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, if like, like I said, since they have smaller roster sizes, I don't think a place like Disney World would even be able to accommodate uh, the NFL. Like, I don't think that they have enough space to be able to put 32, 50 man, 52 man rosters plus staff. I don't know if Disney, maybe, maybe they got the space for that. But, um, you know, I, th- I think that those players are taking up uh, a big portion of that park. And then you look at Disney's you know, they're, they're, they're busting to get that park back opened. I know it's already opened up, so they probably don't want to have the entire park just cordoned off to professional players. They want to have revenue coming in with the people that want to go into the parks. Are you going to parks? Hell no, I'm not going to the parks. Crazy. It blows my mind that, and, you know, it, it is what it is, but Disney World's opening up their parks and they're, they're keeping their offices closed. That's a little bit sketchy to me. People are just trying to get COVID going to Applebee's uh, these days. Uh, I think uh, I, I just I get it. I, people 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 are going stir crazy, and people need to get out. But um, but I you know before we get out of here, I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to um, Geo. Shout out to Geo. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he's going for another um, jaw surgery. Um, you know, this dude has been you know, tailgate he, legend, man. Tailgate legend, man. Uh, Geo shows up and he, he's a ball of energy, and you can tell he's a diehard. Uh, diehard, so just man. watching die him, hard. just watching him and his excitement about the game um, does does you know fire up everybody. You know, he's mm-hmm. got the passion that all Eagle fans have, um, um, but at his age, it's even more magnifying. But this dude is just a legend. Um, but shout out to him. He, he has surgery tomorrow. So Yeah, uh, yeah we're wishing uh, Gio, you know, best of luck on surgery, a quick recovery. And uh, hopefully we're able to see you down there again sometime, man. Like, it, it's cool partying with Gio because he, he's a guy that he's been through a lot. For a kid his age, he has been through a hell of a lot. But he's uh, he's always a kid that's up in spirits. He's always uh, bringing everybody up around him. Diehard Eagles fan. And uh, we're pulling for him. Yeah, I mean, uh at the end of the day, like, you know, we want to get back back out there tailgating. We want to be partying with Geo, partying with everybody. But obviously that's not going to happen. But, we, again, we have talked about virtual tailgating. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and make that happen. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's imperative to us to still be in touch with everyone out there. So yeah. and, we, um, and we know that you guys are going to miss the lots. We want to give you that space to be able to – it's not going to be the same as, as an Eagles game day, but we're going to try our best to, uh, to get it as close as possible. Um, but, Evan, anything else before we get out of here? No, I just want to, uh, you know, big shout-out to G. Um, thank you, everybody, for checking in. Yeah, you know, it's 
it's with no sports it's it's tough but we're trying to uh we're trying to get the juices pumping we're trying to get people excited for the season this is this is a a cool fun eagles roster that we got uh they bring excitement and i i just want to see a full season happen yeah, wear man. your masks yeah wear your masks uh i'm i'm, I'm excited i'm i'm trying i'm i'm, I'm split between excited cuz this roster i feel like is so much juice on it Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's it could pop, the, you know. The I mean? speed on this team is unreal. Having a quarter CB one, having a couple vertical threats. Come on, bro. Like yeah. um, year two with Booby Miles. There's so much to be excited for. I feel like um, I feel like it's just there's so much to uh, you know be excited for. Uh, yeah. But that's uh, that's all for us for now. We will see you in the next one. And as always, fly. Eagles fly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.